When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to a special edition of the Keep Right On podcast. Uh, we're obviously here to discuss the big news of today, which is John Eustace has been sacked by Birmingham City uh, and has left the club after 15 months. Um, we're going to come on to who might be his successor later. I don't think there's much, very much secret secrecy around that. Um, but Brian, first and foremost, can you just give us your reaction to this news? Because it has not caught us by surprise at all because we, we expected it after the news over the weekend, the rumours. But, um, you know, given Blues are six in the league, it's, it's a big call, isn't it? Yeah, just reacting purely on a sort of uh, an emotional basis. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm really quite sad by this. Um, mm. I thought John Eustace was was on the right tracks. Whether I liked him or not as a, as a bloke is largely irrelevant, um, but I did. I thought he was a decent guy, um, if not necessarily, you know, someone destined for the after-dinner circuit with his post-match press conferences and his pre-match press conferences. Um, but yeah, um, I, as I said, I thought, I thought he had Blues on the right track. He came in in difficult circumstances. Pre-season had already started uh, last July um, when, when he came in and replaced Lee Bowyer. And he very quickly, I was out in Portugal um, pretty soon after he, after he arrived and you could very quickly see him uh, putting a structure in place with the team. Uh, and it was interesting to see the way he interacted with players. You know, it was encouraging, but it was also, I am the boss. You know, if mm. I tell you to do something, you do it yesterday sort of thing. Um, and last season, yeah, it was a bit of a struggle at times. Uh, but there were lots of mitigating factors. I felt, uh, and I, I thought this season you'd be better, more you'd be better placed than I am to 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 say this. But I thought this season there was a logic running through his teams. Um, you, I understood what they were trying to achieve. Um, I don't think he was helped by injuries, uh, mm. and by that I, I almost specifically mean Siriki Dembele when when I say that because mm. him coming into the team really has changed changed things. Uh, and and I think had Dembele um, been more had been available more, I think we'd have seen more of the type of no fear football that was mentioned in in the in the statement, which is also something I'd like to discuss. What 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 are your thoughts, Alex? That was a bit of a loose ramble from me. What what do you think? Yeah, like you, I mean, I'm I'm not shocked by the news, but I'm I'm disappointed because Blues have been doing well at the start of this season. Yes, there was a tricky period when they they didn't win in five league games and but I think only one of those games and that's the one against Norwich, they were comfortably, you know, second best. I thought in the other games they could have they could have got results, uh, deserved results in some of those games. Um but we're looking at a team that's sixth in the league as high 
as Blues have been for a, for a good while in the championship. 18 points from 11 games. They've just, just on the back of probably their two best attacking performances of the season, 4-1 against Huddersfield, 3-1 against Albion. You know, Friday night at the at St Andrews was, was a brilliant occasion, you know, in terms of the football Blues played, who they beat, how they played, how they defended, how they worked. Um, and it felt like going into the second international break of the season that Blues were really on the right tracks to doing something good this season. I'm not saying they would have finished top six under Eustace. They might not have. But, you know, they've got a squad. They had, and it felt like they had a head coach in place that that could at least challenge this season uh, after, you know, on the backdrop of a of a pretty dismal seven years. Um, it's, I think, ultimately, Brian, it comes down to Eustace's name, doesn't it? You know, he's not... He's not probably a big enough name for the owners. Um, he's not going to draw in enough of a, enough media attention. You know, I go to press conferences each week, and to be honest, there's only uh, maybe four, three, four media outlets there. Um, mm. You know, Wayne Rooney, I guarantee for his pro- first press conference, if it is indeed him that's appointed as as the replacement, you know, you'll have media from all over the world there, and that clearly, that kind of attention is clearly what these these new owners are after. Um, you know, Tom Wagner mentioned in his address to Rishi Sunak uh, the other week about you know, Tom Brady's announcement creating 17 million, sorry, 17 billion positive, positive media impressions. This, if really does become the new head coach of Birmingham City, it will create massive media impressions, whether they're positive. You know, I'm not, I'm not sure, but but it is, it's going to create, going to create headlines, going to create news. I'm, I'm just disappointed because Blues had a had a head coach who seemed to be learning and developing and I've seen him work firsthand like you have and I was always impressed watching his sessions um, and it felt like it feels like they've, they've made a decision they really didn't need to. Yeah, um, I think it was Neil Moxley that tweeted something about don't go searching for trouble because it'll find you anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, as, as you've said that, I don't see the footballing rationale, if I'm honest. No. Uh, yeah. Okay, Eustace. Maybe let, let, let's characterise it and say yes, he's a safety first coach. But I don't necessarily think that was out of context with with where Blues were last season, and where potentially they were at the start of this season as well with the injuries. I think we did see the handbrake come off a little bit um, mm. in the in the last couple of games. Maybe you can say that's because of Debelli, or maybe you can say that's because oh, Eustace got wind of might have got wind of what was coming, so he thought he's got got nothing to lose. Um, but if it's okay for play, young players to to come in and develop and, and and learn their trade, then I kind of think it's okay for young managers and young head coaches to do that as well. And I like the alignment between having a uh, you know a guy from Birmingham understanding what what the club was about. And and I thought he was driving standards. In fact, I don't think I I, I know he was driving standards. You know, mm. in, t- in terms of culture and and playing style. So. As you said, I don't think it was a decision that needed making. I think they've got had a reasonable chance of finishing top ten, maybe even top six this season because of the because of the the trajectory they're on. So yeah, and this this is to say, I mean, it's important to say, Alex, isn't it, that <laughs> Nighthead have been club savers, haven't they? You know, we, mm. we, we, you know, we can we can not like the decision, but still applaud the fact that they, what they've done so far. Uh, and it, it probably is worth pointing out that they've that the mood of the club has entirely changed over the summer, hasn't it, with them in charge? Yeah, exactly. And this is the I mean, this is the first 
big, big call they've, they've made, I think. Um, they've obviously done a lot of good things behind the scenes in terms of helping fund transfers and stuff and helping um, and sorting out the stadium, which was a big issue for supporters and obviously changing that fan experience. But in terms of personnel and, and on-field thing, this is the biggest call they've made. And um, if, while it feels a little bit rash, you know, I suppose we could look at it and say that if, if Wayne Rooney comes in, does really well, raises the profile of the club, which is clearly what they want, and the on-field performance doesn't change, then, you know, you can probably say, fine, fair enough. But um, to get rid of a manager who's sixth is always going to draw scrutiny and attention on the owners. And and Tom Wagner and Gary Cook, I would appreciate if they came out and kind of really explained this decision because it is a, it's a big one. Um, it's not one that, you know, it's probably something we associate back in 2016 when Trillian Trophy Asia got rid of Gary Wright and replaced him with Gianfranco Zola. It feels very similar in that you get rid of a, a less fashionable coach uh, and a smaller name and bring in a bigger name, you know, who's had an illustrious playing career and probably not yet taken off coaching-wise. Um, and we all, obviously all know how, how that panned out. Hopefully, Lightning does not strike twice for Birmingham City because, you know, Blues have had a bit of a, a torrid time over the last 10 years or whatever. And, and I don't think anyone expected, you know, that to continue under these owners so hopefully it doesn't yeah what well, i would say and people I, I wrote a piece sort of making those um comparisons last night and people were quick to point out that 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 nighthead are not tta and and mm. that that is true you, you know i um I, th- I think that's absolutely fair um they they're they're, they're public uh, we know who's running the show um, mm. There's an experienced CEO um, um, in charge at the club as well. They've appointed, and and they're they're talking about you know not just buying players for the first team and having an experienced CEO. They are actually talking about you know building a club and a city. Now you know that that was you know that might have been mentioned in passing, but on the rare occasions that someone from TTA put their head head above the parapet. But Knighthead are not TTA, so. Maybe I was wrong to overstate those links, but the, the comparison of you know it's almost uncanny in terms of just on mm. the pitch. Blues, Blues, Blues are six now. They were seventh under Rowett. They were, I think, they were three points off third under Rowett. They're two points off third now. Um, so, yeah, it, 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 if, if it's not an entirely perfect comparison, then it is. It's you know it it is similar um, and. Yeah, I guess, listen, I suppose if it is to be Rooney, and I want to say that, you know, it's not confirmed yet, um, but there are lots of rumours about that, uh, then I suppose we have any option but to wish him well and get behind him mm-hmm. and, and 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 support the guy and, and, you know, hope for the best, do we? Yeah, I mean, we've got limited, limited you know, to, limited things to go on, really, because he's, he's obviously been in the US for, for the last year with DC United, where he played... Uh, end his playing career um, and he obviously had that, that spell at Derby County as well where they were under a massive financial cloud you know huge turmoil off the field and he I mean they got relegated in the 21-22 season but I think everyone was kind of impressed with the way Rooney handled it and the way the team put up a fight I mean it was quite a young team you know you had Lee Buchanan was, was breaking through in that team uh, so there'll be Buchanan and also Bielik who, who Rooney would know from his time at Derby and um, you know, they would have finished 17th that season without the 21-point deduction. So, um, if we're going off that, you know, he showed signs of promise. Um, but, you know, he'll he'll need to do better than that 
to, to improve on and where Blues are at the moment, you know. So there's obviously going to be pressure on him coming in. Um, he's, he said in his statement when he left DC United over the weekend that he wants to come back home and come back to England and try something here. So if it is to be Blues, then yeah, we can we can only hope that he can carry on the, the good work of the start of this season. Yeah, but it does put pressure on, doesn't it? It really mm. does. You know, there's not a lot of room for, for slip now and he, and, and he has to hit the ground running. Um, and if we're looking at the statement, uh, which I mentioned, I'd, I'd like to sort of... yeah. Make reference to earlier. Um, it, 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 I'm just going to click on it now. Uh, it makes reference to um, the first team manager will be announced in the coming days. He'll be responsible for creating an identity and clear, no fear playing style. Now, I would argue that Eustace's team had an identity. Um, they were yeah. hard work. They were competitive, weren't they, Alex? Yeah, they, they were. They were competitive. Um, 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 but they, we, we... But, sorry, gone. Sorry, Brian, we, we've spoken about this quite a lot, about the way Eustace sets up. I know it, it, it divided fans on some occasions. You know, I remember we away at Norwich when Blues were pretty much sitting in first half and didn't show a great deal of ambition. It frustrated a lot of people, myself included. Um, I know he wanted to change and make Blues more progressive on the ball, and I genuinely think he did do that this season. That helps. He's helped when you've got players like Koji Miyoshi and, and Sariki Dembele in those attacking positions because they are massively talented at this level. Um, but first and foremost, let's be honest, John Eustace was a was a defensive first coach. He was a, a defensive midfielder in his playing days and his team set up to be solid. They had a back four and two sitting midfielders in Sonjic and Bielik in front of them. Um, and they played for primarily, you know, to win by one or two goals um, and clean sheets first and foremost. So if that's what the owners want to veer away from, make Blues more expansive and more attractive on the eye, which, you know, I guess he's going to be the, the remit given to the guy who's coming in now. Um, then then so be it. But that's got to work. And I don't want to keep harping back to, to 2016, but it was very similar the way that was done in that, you know, route ball wasn't good enough and they wanted to bring in Zola to make Blues, you know, more pleasurable to watch, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Uh, I remember Gary Rowett's last game was a 2-1 win against Mick McCarthy's um Mick McCarthy's Ipswich Town, and and honestly, it was prehistoric. It was it was mm. such a hard watch. Um, but I, you know, I think we'll never know, will we? But I th- I think Eustace might have got there. You know, if you make reference to his Kidderminster team, they were called the Barcelona mm. of non-league. Now, now listen, I, I I know that's a that's a, an easy thing to throw away, and I didn't see that Kidderminster side mm. enough to to say that y- yes, that's what Blues would have become. The, Q, the QPR team, he had a big hand in. You know, they started to play some really attractive football yeah. with a brecky easy. And uh, I'm going to mispronounce his name, but Ilias Chair. I'm sure mm. it's not pronounced that way. Um, so I, I, I think that's where he wanted to get Blues. Uh, be, bearing in mind, you know, the pitch isn't great. A lot of his key technical players weren't, weren't haven't been fit very often. And you know the the training ground situation isn't isn't fab either. So mm. you know I I just feel like we're left wondering. Uh, yeah. With with Eustace a little bit, and and as as I said, you know I, I think I think it's unfortunate for a, for a club that has had so many you know so many bad things happen to it. You, go back to what I said before. You don't go looking for trouble, and and they've invited they've invited some they've invited a new issue into the into the sort of it onto onto the narrative now. My 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 biggest concern, Brian, is is what are the players going to think of this? You know, I know a lot of these players came back to blues in the summer 
although the recruitment was led by Craig Garner and, and Frank McParland, a lot of these players came back to play to play for John Eustace. You know, you look at Dion Sanderson and Christian Bielik in particular. I was speaking to Eustace only on Friday night after the game and about Bielik. And he was saying how kind of, you know, how he really pushed to get him back in the summer because he knew how important he would be. Um, you know, those two players in particular, two leaders in this in this Blues dressing room, you know, massively behind Eustace. He was a huge reason as to why they came back in the summer. I've spoken to, to John Eustace, Lukas Djukovic before, very experienced players, huge in the dressing room. They are both massively behind John Eustace. So, you know, you've got to kind of pay their thoughts and what, what they're thinking about this whole situation because they'll probably see it like we do and that it was a, it's a bit unnecessary and the timing of it's so poor. Yeah, and if if we're going to talk about no fear football, do, do Blues mm. have the players to play no fear football? Do you think? Well, that, that that's a, that is a great question because I always think Blues are better when they have those two city midfield players in Bielik and Sunjic. They've got some fantastic options going forward for those front four positions. If that is indeed the way the new head coach wants to play. Um, you know, Dem- anyone, any manager will be licking their lips at the prospect of having Sariki Dembele, Koji Miyoshi, Janino Bakuno, potentially George Hall, Tyler Roberts, uh, Oliver Burke, you know, Jay Stansfield in, at this level. Um, but I, I genuinely do think Blues are best set up when they when they play with those two holding midfield players. And that is always going to limit, you know, in terms of style, how they can attack, how they can go forward, because, you know, Neither Bielik or Sunjic is particularly expansive or comfortable, you know, going forward in the attacking areas. They can start attacks, but they're not going to, you know, be on the end and create the final pass or finish them. So um, they probably need a new midfielder or a new type of midfielder for that. Um, it's 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 an it's the biggest frustration for me is that it's come now. If this had happened in July um, when the takeover went through, yes, it was they were still maybe two or three weeks into pre-season. But if you got a new manager in then. They'd have a month before the season started, or three, four weeks before the season started. They'd have been able to exactly. They'd have been able to. I know. I think five players had arrived already, but they would have been able to influence recruitment to a certain extent. You know, Blues ended up signing thirteen players. They could have signed another eight players that they they wanted for their style of play and system. Whereas now they've got these kind of the pegs for for Eustace's system, um, and a new manager has potentially coming in to implement a new way of playing. So um, it's a bit of a mess in that respect. And I just hope it doesn't, doesn't you know, completely derail Blues' season because it's been so impressive so far. Yeah, indeed. I'm just going to flash up a couple of... Uh, a, a couple of... Well, I don't think I can do it. You're the man in charge, yes, aren't you? Yes, uh, D- David Sequeira has, um, has, has mentioned, the only identity used to decide has been overly worried sitting back and letting the opposition dominate us rather than playing our own game. There were times when that happened. We, mm. um, you know, we can't convince David or anyone else, and I wouldn't seek to, that, you know, sometimes the handbrake was on. Um, so, yeah, that I think I think it's a slightly harsh characterization of, of Eustace's blues, but you know, David isn't isn't the only person to say that. Um, Rich WD um, says absolutely moronic uh, decision. Um, if it's Rooney, what on earth does he bring that John doesn't gut it? Um, yeah, if I think that's where I am. I'm, I'm really, really disappointed that, that Eustace has gone. If it is Rooney, there's still question marks for me. Uh, and you know, you can you could understand it if it, it was, you know, if it was um, a Daniel Fark or or a David Wagner or you know someone with 
with with real um, history of get, getting teams promoted, but from the championship, that's if it is Rooney, that's not what we're getting at uh, at this stage in his career. So yeah, um, a lot of a lot of mixed feelings and, and head scratching for me today. I'm afraid. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. To be honest, it's a it's 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 one of those now. I guess we've got to when the owners do eventually explain this this call, we've got to get behind the new guy and and hope that he can continue this good work. And you know, I've just said it just said a shout from Jamie Talbot Potter Graham Potter. I think he's a he's a, a dream candidate, isn't he? I think for most clubs at this level, probably a yeah, pipe dream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Premier League jobs and obviously other jobs around Europe that I'm sure will appeal to him in the next, you know, five six months or whatever. But that'd be that'd be tremendous. But yeah, if it is to be Ro- Rooney, then you know, I think we've got to overlook his time in America. I, I haven't particularly followed his time in America too much. I'm not that interested in in MLS. Um, I remember watching Derby, and I was I was never massively impressed with the way they played. Mm. Um, but I was impressed with the way he handled a really difficult situation there. Um, and also, we've got, we've got to remember, he had a good coach alongside him in, in Liam Rossini, who, you know, if Rooney's appointed, his first St Andrews game will be against Liam Rossini's Hall City. So um, it'll be interesting to see who the back room staff are. It looks like, you know, mm. Ashley Cole and, and John O'Shea, I think, have already been linked with those those vacancies. Um, that's presuming there's, that there's a change in the back room staff as well. Um, that because that's obviously a bit up in the air at the moment, um, but yeah, just hoping this doesn't um, detract from what has been a positive few months um, for Birmingham City since uh, since Nita took over. But this is their first big call, and, and you know, I hope it's I hope it does pay off to be the right one. Absolutely, I'm just going to flash up one more. I have got the power, Stefan Malloy. I don't think it's a great decision at the moment in time at this moment in time, but we should trust the process. Of uh, of the board having Cookie, you know, football inside or out, let's back whoever comes in, and and, and I think think that's absolutely where we are. It, it's it's mystifying at the moment. Maybe in ten games' time, if 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 it's Rooney in the dugout and they've taken done a Leicester esque nine wins from ten, you know, we'll all be we'll all owe Gary Cook and Tom Tom Wagner and 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 the other decision makers an apology. Uh, but at the moment, you know, I, I'm you know still. Still smarting a bit with this one. Yeah, I think we can wrap up there, Brian. Uh, we'll obviously have the usual podcast uh, later in the week. This is obviously just a special because we had to react to the big news. Maybe we'll be reacting to the uh, the new appointment in the in the next one. But uh, thanks everyone for for listening and uh, keep right on.